So we've got Otto de Vries. He's, uh, Otto is the CEO of the Association of uh, Southern African Travel Agents. He's on the, uh, Otto is on the line to us. Good afternoon to you, Otto. Afternoon, guys. How are you doing? Uh, we're not too bad. Thank you very much. You know, we're just thinking about going on holiday, but oh. such stories scare us. <laughs> but it won't yeah, stop us from going on I, holiday. I, I, was, I was enjoying the conversation with uh, the three of you. <laughs> so, Otto, when did you first get to know about this story and how did she defraud her victims, you know, allegedly? Sure. Uh, look, the first time I heard about this was yesterday, so pretty much the same time as everybody else. Oh. Um, I've never heard of this agency either. I've never heard of her. Uh, they certainly are not or were not members of the Association of Southern African Travel Agents. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a very disturbing uh, scenario, but, which is what we're hearing here. Mm. You know, my sense in terms of what I've picked up through various media channels, it sounds as if at a point she may well have been running um, a reasonably legitimate operation. Mm, mm. But uh, this is a typical scenario when you run into cash flow problems. You start to take money from people yeah, to pay Paul. Yeah, yeah. And that becomes a very, very slippery slope. Mm. Uh, and at some point you end up uh, in a situation where you can no longer pay the bills. Yeah. And, um, yeah, people are being defrauded. Yeah, the temptation of having money in your account, right? That is yeah. a and, big, it's not, big... and it's not your money. Yeah, it the is money not your actually, money. Uh, the customer is entrusting you mm. to uh, to take that money and to pay the various suppliers uh, that make up your holiday. Mm. Do we do we even know the number of victims and the amount of money involved in these allegations? Yeah, there seems to be some numbers being bandied about. I've heard. I've heard 100 million rand, I've heard 2,500 people. Mm. But I mean, you know, as I said, that's all hearsay that's yeah. bouncing around. We don't actually know the status yet. Okay. Is there a body that holds travel agents to account? Sure. So, look, the travel industry in South Africa is unregulated. So, mm. the membership to a SATA is a voluntary choice that a travel agent can make. Okay. Um, having said that, we represent and have represented more than 90% of the travel industry in terms of market share, and we've been going for over 65 years. Um, and I can tell you that in the 10 years that I've been running the organization, 99.9% of the time, whenever we hear about these situations, it always is somebody that is not one of our members. So, you know, um, there is no guarantee. There is no guarantee in any form whatsoever. At the end of the day, there's always an element of risk. Mm. Uh, but there is no particular body that can hold anybody uh, mm. accountable in this regard. Mm. Um, if, if they are able to trace her, uh, you know, my argument is simply this is a case of fraud. And a case of fraud should be laid at the nearest police station. Mm. If you paid with your credit card, I would suggest you contact your bank. Uh, because there may be some recourse, although, again, I've understood that she's managed to convince people to actually transfer the money into her personal bank account, which just also blows my mind away. I mean, who pays money into someone's personal bank account? Mm. I mean, speaking about recourse, I mean, you know, what recourse do victims have? Mm. Yeah, it's very it's very difficult in a case like this, because, as I said to you, this is straight-up fraud. Mm. Um, when, when, for example, you have an issue where a, a service is not delivered or you're yes. not satisfied with the service that's been delivered, you obviously have recourse with the Asata travel agent if you book through one, mm. uh, and we provide support in terms of trying to mediate and facilitate that. Alternatively, the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud is ultimately the Ombud that represents uh, all um, consumer-facing uh, services, including those that are done by travel agents. And lastly, please give us some tips on how to, you know, to spot a travel sure. scam. 
Sure. So, look, I mean, first and foremost, as I said to you, we are a voluntary body, but we are certainly a stamp of credibility. So we always recommend that consumers check out uh, the uh, supposed travel agent's website, look at the advertising material, look at the travel documentation, look out for our SATA logo. It's definitely a stamp of credibility. Our members have to comply with the code of conduct. Mm. We have a constitution that requires them to abide by the laws of the land and also make sure that they are running a legitimate travel business that protects the interest of the customers primarily. So that is your first recommendation. The second is... If the price of your holiday is much lower than anywhere else, in other words, if it's too good to be true, alarm bells should be dangled because it probably is too good to be true. We heard of her offering buy one, get one free. I mean, that's just impossible. So, you know, one should immediately have your alarm bells ringing. Then the question about paying by EFT. If they're putting pressure on you to pay by EFT, understand that what you're actually doing is you're handing over cash. Mm. So, you know, you can safeguard yourself by paying a credit card so that your purchases are at least protected. Yes. And if the service is not rendered, you have a position where you can at least get the money back. Mm, mm. Um, you know, other things that you need to think about is just they're making excuses. Uh, you're not getting your vouchers or your air tickets on time once you've paid for it. Um, we really recommend that you do your research. You know, you're spending a huge amount of money here. Might be one of the biggest high-ticket items that you purchase other than your house and your car, depending on the type of holiday you're booking. So now check the reviews, you know, Google them and find out if, uh, you know, who is behind the business, is their credibility. And also follow a little bit of your own instinct, you know, if, as I said, if it sounds to the teacher, it probably is. Otto de Vries, thank you so much for your insights. Thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Absolute pleasure. Excellent. CEO of uh, the Association of Southern African Travel Agents. Yeah, me, I, don't, I never deal with the agents, I promise you. I think... The closest I've come to dealing with um, with travel agents is uh, Booking.com. Yeah. No, mm. agents for me are the way to go. Their prices are actually reasonable. They're quite competitive. Mm. Yes, that's Re- the word. Right yeah. here about a guy who used this Hello Darlings, guys. Ne? Um, Oti, he'd been saving for a family holiday for 10 years, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then contacted Hello Darlings because there was some trip to Mauritius. Paid them 42,000. Can you imagine 42,000? 42K. For somebody to just vanish with your cash, that like is that. so sad. Ah, that is sad. I'm in a direction. 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 i for the holidays. And the thing is, Please, because of this story, a lot of people are now going to become reluctant Good. approaching travel agents Which because of one bad apple. He's because go- one, yes. one bad apple. One bad apple is going to affect the rest of the industry. And think about it. The travel industry has is been battered because of COVID-19. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now this sad. one, Hello Darlings, has battered the customers. No, it's, Hello Darlings. Oh, baby's Angel.